What is the law of attraction? It's a law of attraction is ultimately that you get whatever you have been uh, focusing on, whatever you are focused on, you are continuing to create experiences in your life that match up with your belief system. And so the only way that, you know, the mind or, you know, the, we, we're constantly thinking thoughts all through. I'd like to welcome everyone to another episode of the Let's Gather podcast. I'm your host, Zeke. In this episode, I have Victoria Gallinger to speak about the law of attraction. You can find more information about her by clicking the link in the description below. I'd like to have a content warning for y'all language use in this episode. I hope you have a nice day and enjoy the show. So, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank no you. So, I'll let you, let you um, introduce yourself to the audience and then we can get started. Oh, sure. Well, thank you so much for having me on the Let's Gather uh, podcast. I'm really, really happy to be here. And um, looks like you have a really good uh, you know, group of people that you're presenting to. So, um, so a little bit about me, my background. Um, so I'm, I'm a certified hypnotherapist, been certified for the last uh, 22 years. But, you know, in addition to that, you know, I'm a public speaker, coach, um, author of four books, and, uh, and I have my own hypnosis app called HypnoCloud, um, which we're totally in the process of uh, rebranding, rebuilding everything from the ground up. And it's going to be like the um, million subscriber <laughs> uh, uh, app when it's all done. But um, going back to, you know, like how I, how I became where I am right now, um, I was on a total different path, total different trajectory. I was um, in the world of finance. I was a financial consultant, um, otherwise known as a stockbroker. And I, um, you know, for a while, I really, really loved what I did. And, um, you know, I was making great, great money. I had my own house. I was married. I, you know, had a couple cats and, <laughs> you know, everything seemed to be really going well until it wasn't uh, like one day, uh, not one day, but just kind of like over a little time, a little period of time, I just really fell out of love with what I thought at the time was a dream job. And, and it's really heartbreaking when that happens, because, you know, you think like, this is, this is what I studied for. This is what I worked for. This is, you know, like I should be happy. What's the matter with me? And, you know, and I, and I, um, you know, found out very quickly that money does not, um, make you happy. Um, you know, you have to be happy in order to make money ultimately. Um, otherwise, you know, you just can't keep doing the thing that was making you that, that money. And so I kind of, you know, it was, it was really, really hard because I was, um, you know, I, I didn't go to college and yet I was in a, um, I was in a job that ultimately requires a college education. So there was also just this part of me, like, what the heck? you know, am I going to do to be 
you know, to, to be successful and to keep this whole lifestyle going that I had. And uh, so I went to therapy for a little bit because I was all wigged out and had all these, you know, anxiety attacks and really just going through a lot. And I, she recommended that I take this intense, uh, four day seminar, uh, retreat. So I did. And during those four days, you know, it, it was just this, um, really looking inward and, and, uh, you know, doing all these really cool mind, uh, techniques, visualizations and meditations and, um, you know, these just really, really cool where, you know, you like literally connect with, um, the super conscious and, and all of these really cool things. And I decided at, in that moment over those four days that, yeah, I, I got it. I have to do something like this. Like I want to help people to experience this transformation that I was going through. And I didn't know exactly what it looked like at the time, but fast forward to, you know, about a year or so later, I found myself, um, looking to create, um, the largest hypnotherapy website. And I, uh, you know, didn't know if it was going to be meditations or visualizations or hypnotherapy. Um, but I, I stumbled upon a, uh, a hypnotherapy certification training and it was starting up in like two weeks, like right where I lived, um, a couple miles down the street. So it was just like, perfect. And I'm like, yep, yeah, that's it. And literally took the took the classes a couple months later, I find myself opening up my own office and it's going to see clients. And, um, and I thought I was going to do this like as a side hustle for a little while, but, um, my branch manager where I was a broker, um, found out what I was doing and basically gave me an ultimatum and said, choose <laughs> and, uh, choose between this, you know, this life of, you know, making a six figure income kind of doing you know, what you don't really want to do or following your dream and, um, making no money right now <laughs> on that. And, uh, you know, which, which way do you go? And it's kind of a question. I, I think everybody hits a, a crossroads, um, many times in their, in their life, you hit that crossroads where you, you make one decision and it's going to change the whole trajectory of your life forever. And, you know, that was that moment. And I, you know, left that office with uh, my head held high, not really know exactly what it was going to look like. Um, but that was over 22 years ago. And here I am, um, a number one bestselling author with, you know, books on Amazon and teaching my own seminar trainings and, helping other people to make the same kind of transition that I was transitioning in uh, way back in the day. And so that's, that's my origin story. <laughs> Before we break that down, um, would you, um, would you make, how would you like to represent it? Would you make a book or TV series? I would say um, to properly give people a 3d, uh, understanding of that whole, uh, you know, story, I would, I would love to make that into a movie that I, I definitely see that playing out in, in a movie. I mean, it could definitely be a book, you know, a lot of movies do start off as books, but I would definitely say, um, 
you know, a movie, give the whole 3D, you know, sitting down. It's just like, you know, adding the little music, like cueing the uh, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> music and all of that. So, yeah, I would I would say movie. Got it. So let's get into it. So what kind of like drew you into like mindfulness and hypnosis and everything like that? What drew me into the whole mindfulness? You know, honestly, um, I had a little bit of training in it prior to that seminar. And um, what really drew me into it for the first time was, um, so I, you know, was a kid that was made fun of in school uh, throughout my um, entire elementary. And, uh, you know, and kind of got a little bit more popular, I guess, and in, in, not popular, like I was never really popular, but, you know, at least the kids weren't like, you know, calling me icky, vicky, sticky, dicky, you know, all the <laughs> bad things. And, uh, you know, and, and, and then a little bit better in, in high school, but I, anyway, all that led to like a little bit of a lack of self-confidence. It's so my book. My mom sent me this book called total self-confidence by Robert, Dr. Robert Anthony. And in that book, there were a lot of um, mindfulness, visualization, self-hypnosis, you name it. He even talked about the law of attraction. I mean, way back when I was, you know, I guess I was 18, 19 when I first read this book. And so I, um, I really just started to get this curiosity for it back then. And I gobbled up every word in that book. I did all the homework assignments in that book and I uh, created a vision for myself. The vision didn't quite turn out exactly the way it was then, because back then I wanted to be a singer, wanted to be a rock star. And I did actually start to after reading that book, I did create a band. Um, I, I did start to pursue that dream, but you know, that, that was one of those things that, that changes in in my life as well, um, later on down the road. And so I had a little bit of a taste of that, of what that mindfulness was all about. And then I, I seemed to kind of like get myself involved in that whole corporate arena. And I just put that on the back shelf for a little while. And so when I went to that seminar, the life-changing seminar, we, you know, started doing the, the mindfulness techniques again in there. And I'm like, oh yeah, I really like this. This is really cool. <laughs> and so that's really what, you know, what inspired me. Got it. And when people come to you for like coaching and everything like that, what can they expect? What is like the first thing they should do? So usually I help people to get a sense of awareness um, because without aware, being aware of what we're doing or why we're doing it, or, um, you know, just really bringing awareness to people's vocabulary, uh, so much of why we create what we are creating in our life, it really starts with how we're thinking. And so I get a really good idea and feel for how people are thinking based on what they're saying to me. So I just have them talk to me a little bit about like, what is your goal? And, um, you know, if they don't really have a goal, I ask them other questions about what, what their passions are, what their values are, what they're really good at. And, uh, you know, and I help people to just kind of really become aware 
of what it is that they desire. And I'll just go, you know, really go through a series of, of questioning. I mean, everybody's a little different. Every person's a little unique. So their starting place is a little different, a little bit different from the last person, but that's usually, it's about bringing that awareness and that clarity uh, to the moment is really the good, you know, starting point. And once we have that sense of awareness, then we start to really uh, make some, some changes in the thinking and, and the, you know, the way that they, um, they have a dominant way of feeling a dominant vibration. And, you know, we can only really attract up to the level of our thinking and our vibration and our belief system. And so I really help people to identify what are the beliefs and the uh, feelings and the um, thoughts that are getting in their way and help them to reverse those and rewire the brain to help them to, um, you know, take the necessary actions to bring and to notice what's around them to bring in what they want in their life. Sorry about that. And how is that um, realization for people when they kind of like have that aha moment of when they realize what they really want? What is the, that aha moment like you're asking? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's really, you know, so it, it, it changes based on the person. I mean, sometimes it takes a little while uh, for a person to uh, recognize that they are even having an aha moment, like sometimes it comes on a little subtle. And so we have to dive into it a little deeper and, um, you know, and so that they recognize, yeah, this is, this is that moment that, um, you know, everything's changing and it's really exciting. It's really exhilarating. I literally, uh, 15 minutes before this podcast or half an hour before this podcast just got done with one of those, aha moments, um, with a client. And, you know, it was just like, you know, we were on session four and she's like, this is the best session so far. And it's like, it's, we're having a conversation for me. It's just a conversation, but for them, you know, it's, it's everything. And it, um, you know, it's, uh, it's enlightening and, you know, it's like they it's freeing and they start to really, um, sense that anything is really possible. And when you understand really that, like, yeah, every single thing is possible. I mean, that's exciting. Definitely. And sorry if I'm over the place, but like, so for the, the law of attraction, what is that? What is the law of attraction? It's a law of attraction is ultimately that you get whatever you have been uh, focusing on, whatever you are focused on, you are continuing to create experiences in your life that match up with your belief system. And so the only way that, you know, the mind or, you know, the, we we're constantly thinking thoughts all throughout the day, but so many of our thoughts are based on, you know, negative things maybe that happened to us in the past. And so we have to ultimately focus about on things that we do want rather than on what we don't want in order to create uh, an experience of, of more of what we, what we do want, but you create your life based on essentially based on your thinking, but it's more than that because, you know, the thinking 
leads to a certain feeling and the feelings uh, lead to certain um, actions and those actions are what produce the results. You know, a lot of times people just stop at the um, thinking part and they don't apply like the actions to get what they want. Exactly. And that's why a lot of people have a really hard time understanding the law of attraction, because they'll be like, I've been, I've been saying these affirmations, you know, I've been saying I am rich, I am rich, I am rich, I am rich, I am rich. Okay. And they probably saying it just like that with that much enthusiasm, you know, and so (laughs) that little, you know, that you have to actually do a whole lot more than just repeating affirmations and especially, uh, you know, affirmations that aren't even really true for you. So like sometimes, you know, people are just, they're saying their affirmations or they're doing their journaling or whatever, but you know, they're lying to themselves. And when you lie to yourself, you're actually kind of going backward. And, um, so there's a lot more to it. Um, it's simple, but it's not easy. You know, it's like, even I, to this day, um, you know, I, there there's habits that I want to instill and I want to be consistent with, you know, to get me to my next level and, you know, getting, getting up at five every morning and going into my meditation room and, and, you know, journaling and, and taking the, the time to like really get into that feeling state and doing the mental visualization work. Um, you know, there's so most of it takes place in your mind, but then you have to take it to the next level by actually taking action on, you know, the intuitive insights that you, you know, that you're given and, you know, no one ever said that this stuff is easy, uh, but they, you know, and, and, but it, it works if you, if you work it. Yeah, definitely. It's like, the way I see it is like, it's helping people stay focused. And then when the opportunity does come, they're prepared or they, notice that there is an opportunity and not like years later, like, Oh, there was the opportunity. I could have made that decision. It's so true. I've had so many encounters like that, where, you know, sometimes it, it almost every single time I've manifested something, it seemed like I was going backward because like something usually has to kind of crack open in order for you to make room for what it is that, Uh, that you wanted. Like if my app that I'm rebuilding and recreating, um, you know, wasn't at some point um, ever having some coding issues or some problems or some breakdowns or some complaints or, or something like that, then I would have never really opened the door to explore like just what it could be. Like I was just kind of getting by with, with the app in its present state. And I was kind of accepting all these certain limitations about it. And now that, you know, really just kind of cracked that whole door open. Like now I can really see what's possible. And it's just like that with so many things. I mean, with manifesting my house to manifesting my soulmate, you know, there's just so many things that just like, they seem like they were going backward, but they were really going forward. Like that reset then it's like a reset you need. Yeah, it really is. It's a reset and it's like out with the old in with the new. So a lot of times, you know, people are in 
dysfunctional situations with their job, with their relationships, with people, and they're clinging to some reality and they're, yet they're trying to manifest a new reality. Well, you can't manifest the new reality unless you let go of the present reality or, or even, you know, even the way that your manifestation will happen. And a lot of times people think they know the exact how it's going to happen, but the how is going to happen is coming from an old pattern of thinking. So we have to be able to get into and allow for a new pattern of thinking to emerge. And that new pattern of thinking knows how to manifest that. So you have to become the new person that's going to manifest that you can't manifest something new from this old you and the old level of thinking. That's why it's all about, to me, law of attraction is, is really more about personal development. You know, it's becoming the person who's in alignment with your dreams and your goals. Cause if you were already in alignment, then you'd have them. So you've got to get into alignment in order to have them. Yeah. For me, I remember when I first started the podcast, I was getting to the groove and then I was like, why did I start this in 2014 when I first went about podcast? But yeah. then I realized I wasn't ready at the time. I didn't know as many people and didn't have that many skills. So then yeah. the idea came, came later in life when I was ready. It, isn't that interesting? Yeah. Yeah. Things, you know, I mean, and things change all the time. I mean, if I held on to the, the idea that I was going to be, you know, a rock star, I would not have been able to evolve into, you know, in, into doing this, which to me, this is, this is every, this is just as great as if I were a rock star, I still get to make recordings and <laughs> I still get to perform and I still get to inspire people and, and do all the things and, and do something that I feel really passionate about. Definitely. And so when you made that decision to fully jump into this and leave your um, six-figure job, was that a tough decision? <laughs> you know, um, interestingly enough, I was in such a high level frequency at that time that I knew 100% what the decision needed to be. Um, and so making the decision wasn't hard at all. Like I knew from the moment he gave me 30 days, he said, you could, you know, take 30, the next 30 days to think about this. And the only thing I was doing over those 30 days was trying to strategize how to, you know, how to make it a more, a smoother landing. Unfortunately, the strategy that I was thinking about completely backfired. And so I really had to like jump into the deep end of the water with no money. And, and it's one of those moments, like your heart is beating like up out of your chest, but you just know that you're making the right decision. And, um, you know, what, what came after, you know, for the next year and a half was a pretty hard road because I still, can, I still hadn't had it. I was still a baby. Like I was still a law of attraction student in training. Um, you know, and, and most people are still a law of attraction student in training. You always will be as long as you're living on this, this earth, because no one can actually see behind 
the magic veil of their future and, and all of the things that we're going to contend with and all of the challenges. And I didn't have access to that at all either. And I didn't know all of the limiting beliefs and things that would come up for me along the way and all the little challenges that I would face. I mean, like literally right after I um, quit my job, I, um, I had a lung collapse and I had ended up in the hospital with no insurance, um, for about 10 days. And so I racked up about $30,000 in debt. And then my ex-husband, um, decided to file bankruptcy and all of his old debts became my debts. And all of these things were piling up on me. And I, all, all of a sudden I end up in all this debt that I wasn't expecting to happen as a new business owner with like no income coming in. So it wasn't even so much that I was even irresponsible with money. It was just like a lot of little things were just kind of happening. And I really just feel like in a way it was like the universe kind of testing me to, to, you know, make sure that I was clear that I was doing this and, you know, so I contended with, with a lot, but all of those things kind of messed with my mind a little bit, like, why is this happening to me and things like that? And kind of making me feel disempowered. And one day I just took a look at that. And I took a look at this, this isn't happening to you like this. All of these things are just story. That's just, it's just part of your story. It's just part of what you're, what you're meant to experience and overcome. And you're never given anything that is more difficult to overcome than you are equipped to handle. And so um, once I really kind of took a look, took responsibility, I'm creating this, I can create anything I want. I began to really change. And so all of those were really meant for my growth and really meant for me to be able to soar to the next level. Um, so the long story short, the decision wasn't hard. The little challenge, the challenges along the way were, were difficult and, you know, and, and, and then I overcame them. Definitely. I'm always like, if things are starting to work out, that means you're doing the right thing. It's like, if, if it's falling in place without you doing something. Yeah. Yeah. And then I remember from high school, like a poster was like, be wary of thoughts because no, be wary of your words become, they become thoughts, thoughts become feelings, feelings become actions and we actually become habits. They do. Absolutely. Absolutely. You have to, and you have to keep, you're right. You have to keep taking the same actions consistently and they, and they do eventually become hardwired into who you are. And then with all that, um, your, like all the hardships and everything, like I come, each time one came, did you, I know you said that you felt like everything was like, why is it happening to me? Then you kept pushing yeah. through it, but it's like, how does one keep keep going is like that is a million dollar question i think um because like for, for me it, there wasn't any thought otherwise like it was it, i feel like like it was i like i wish i could say like i i knew exactly um 
how to tell somebody else, like how to keep going. But for me, there was no quit, <laughs> you know, there was only tenacity. There was only like, I'm going to succeed. Like there's no doubt that this is going to work out for me. Um, it's just a matter of for how long am I going to have to put up with this <laughs> <laughs> nonsense that I was dealing with? And, um, you know, and, 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 and that was also just another thing too, is I just, I just made up my mind. I just, you know, I just made up my mind that I'm going to make this work and nothing else is going to, nothing's going to stand in my way. Nothing will stop me. It was just very much a, a mindset. And I don't know if I was born with that. Like, I don't even know where that came from, honestly, like, uh, that that's just something that I just have that tenacity, that determination, that persistence. And, you know, it's just part of just luckily <laughs> part of who I am. Mm -hmm. And then, then we can switch like books, writing and all, um, app and everything. So what is like the development for creating the app? How's that going? So that's going, it's, you know, a little slower than I had, um, you know, initially laid out. So like when we first got together, you know, it was like, okay, we're going to take two weeks for the scope of work. We're going to take three weeks for the branding and design stuff. We're going to take 11 weeks for the uh, development and a couple weeks for Q and A. And we're about 10 weeks into the project and we're still in the design phase. <laughs> um, so, you know, we've, we've got a logo, we've got a new name, um, we've got the splash page, uh, create, you know, screen created. And now I just had a conversation with my developers earlier today. Um, you know, Monday, I'm actually supposed to have my first build, which is blowing my mind that I, and when I say a build, that means it's just a little prototype um, development. Like an, I'll actually be able to, you know, get a little test flight um, test app and I'll put on my phone and actually, you know, look through it. And so, so we'll see. And so they, um, you know, they're now in the process of creating all the, like the screens and stuff, but there's, you know, with this new app, there's just a lot, lot more that they're going to be getting and, um, and different ways, multiple different ways to pay for, uh, the, the subscription, um, that I think some of my, my users will really enjoy. And, um, a lot of top secret things that are going on in the background though. So yeah, it's, uh, it's fun. I, I have to just keep reminding myself, this is fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm paying for this. <laughs> I'm paying for this. So, you know, I just need to have fun with it. <laughs> yes. And then is it similar to when you create your own, when you start writing your books, anything like that? Yeah. So I have written uh, four books and, you know, the books, uh, you know, are definitely, uh, you know, um, a labor of love as well. And, but there, those are much, to me, writing books is much easier than app development because it's just you writing the book and you're not really depending on utilizing these special skills that only other people have. And, you know, you know, you like design is so 
subjective. And it's like, you explain to somebody like, I like these, these, this kind of teal. Well, like, you know, if you, <laughs> you look on these like little color hexes, I mean, there's so many different ways to that uh, some, somebody might get an idea of what teal actually is in their mind. Um, anyway, so like when you're writing a book, uh, you, all the ideas come from you, you're writing it and you're writing based on your experience and your knowledge and your skills and your understanding. And so it's much, much easier. And, uh, so I've, you know, the, the only, you know, the only thing with, with writing the book is like getting the book cover designed. You know, I don't do that myself or getting a, uh, an editor to, uh, you know, to edit things and all of that to me, I, I find that really enjoyable and really easy. Um, my biggest, I guess the biggest challenge is just finding the time to sit down and write. And it's not even, if I'm being honest, it's not even finding the time because if we're being, empowered in our vocabulary, it's making the time and demanding that time and making that a priority because if, you know, I could just take Fridays as my writing day and I plan to do that, but I keep <laughs> putting things on the schedule on Friday that are not writing my book, <laughs> my next books. Got it. Got it. And I was just thinking about what if somebody like you this might um introduce it to you. Uh, somebody introduced to you and they're skeptical about like affirmation and everything. How do you like what do you do in that situation? Yeah. Um, well, if they're skeptical, then I usually ask them where they got the, you know, their present level of understanding and awareness from. Like I ask, I ask people just to give me an understanding of what you believe right now about this subject, about hypnosis, about law of attraction, about manifesting, about affirmations, whatever it is. And, um, and then, you know, a lot of, most of the time I will find that people just have bought into a lot of myths and misconceptions and they've, or they've, they've seen certain movies that made things look like magical. And so I'll kind of explain a little bit more how it, um, how it works. I don't try to convince anybody that something is real, that they can't wrap their mind around. I just help them like, you know, clear it up for themselves. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll even ask them like, just do, you know, do your own thinking, do your own research. And, uh, watch this video or, or that, you know, but if somebody's just not there, then they're, they're probably not meant for me at that, at that moment, they're not to, meant to, to discover this information at this particular time. So I respect that. And I let them go along their journey. And when they're ready, they'll stumble upon the information when it's appropriate for them. So yeah, we were just talking about not convincing people, but just letting people figure their own way into mindfulness. Exactly. Yeah. I, you know, I'll just ask them about their own information, maybe get them to kind of question where they are feeling, you know, the, the lack of understanding the skepticism and, you know, question that a little bit, help them to question where they got that original information. But, you know, again, like just kind of leaving it to them to like discover it for them for themselves, because that's how most people I think that really they're ready for change. 
is they, they get to a point where either one of two things happens, either they reach a point of complete discontent with their life or desperation to change. They, they, and most people, and this is, this is the problem when it comes to law of attraction is that most people who stumble upon law of attraction are stumbling it upon it through desperation, which is the biggest, um, motivator for change is, is trying to get away from something. So they're already kind of lost kind of like on this, um, this idea of getting away from something, thinking about what they don't want. And, and so, um, but then they, they want these immediate, you know, urgent results. And when they're coming from this immediate urgent results, they're also coming from a feeling of lack and scarcity and all of these feelings and this sense of urgency creates a panic. It creates anxiety. It creates stress and, and it creates dis-ease in the body and disharmony. And so they're, they're coming to the law of attraction, expecting the law of attraction outside of them, some magical genie to change them and to make everything all better. And that isn't how, you know, and, and that sets it up for this disappointment um, because, and then, you know, people are attached to this result. Attachment is fear, you know, it's, it's doubt. And so you're, all you're doing, if you if you believe that you manifest how you feel and how you think, then you're manifesting doubt and fear. You're manifesting more of what you don't want. And people are just like, they don't have the wherewithal. They don't have the understanding that uh, to really be aware of how dysfunctional um, their thinking is. And when I say dysfunctional, I mean, it's just, it's working against them. You know, their thinking is working against them. So you come to it either through desperation or inspiration. If you're coming to it through inspiration, then you're, you're already a step ahead of the game because you're already thinking like, um, things are, going to work out for me and things are only going to get better. And you're already thinking in a positive way and you're already feeling inspired and motivated and positive and, and all the ways that you need to be feeling to tap into better resources in your, in your brain, to tap into your creativity, to tap into your intelligence, to notice opportunities when, when they appear, you're not going to look, notice good opportunities when you're down and depressed and, and, nothing ever good happens to me, but here, law of attraction here, make, come and make, make it better. You know, well, you know, you have to make yourself better in order to get better. <laughs> so it's like, so ironic because, you know, people's motivation for stumbling upon this material. Um, so oftentimes it's, it's already, it's working against them and they have to be able to break that cycle and take a look at, um, you know, they're, they're, the way that they're thinking at a kind of a deeper, more sophisticated level in order to turn that around. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's pretty much more of like, it's not, a, well, this is not a quick process. It's going to take time. It's not, it, well, see, it's, it's, it's quicker if you're already like coming to it. Yeah open and, and positive and not skeptical. Like if you're coming to it and you're skeptical, guess what you're going to attract 
more reasons to be skeptical. You're going to attract like the people that say, oh, the law of attraction is just BS. You know what? I am not even going to try to change that person because they're creating their own reality, you know? Um, they're, they're creating the reality that it's BS. And so that's fine. They can just continue to do that. Um, if they want to come, you know, if they want to ask questions, get curious, like, why isn't this working for me? How can I, you help me to make this better Then I'm all about helping people, but I'm certainly, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get into that kind of, uh, fight with them because they're already using law of attraction to prove to themselves that it doesn't work. Yeah, it's like if you're looking for something, you're going to find it. And then in that time of finding it, you're going to miss other things. Exactly. Exactly. Definitely. Are there any other things I didn't ask that you want to talk about? Other than, uh, you know what? Um, I do, if, for, for those people in your audience who, you know, found themselves like intrigued about how, how they can amplify the law of attraction and how they can like really, you know, I mean, one way to speed it up is to immerse yourself in the process. Like, you know, um, your environment, being in a certain environment, being around certain people that are positive um, like-minded that are getting results. Um, you know, that's one of the best ways to really make this stuff work for you because like your environment, if you surround yourself with, with a lot of negative people, guess what? You're going to find that rubbing off on you. But if you surround yourself with go-getters and, and successful people and people who are making a difference and people who are uh, really making it work for themselves, guess what? That's going to rub off on you too. So imagine, you know, surrounding yourself with, I don't know, 20, 25, 50 people over a three day intensive where, you know, we're all like really going deep, doing these uh, visualizations, these meditations, and uh, a lot of inner work and journaling and, and, getting clear and all of that. That's what we do at the, this upcoming event that I'm having in July called the law of attraction intensive. So I'd love to invite your audience, um, who's listening to check out my website, law of attraction, and, um, you know, see if that is something that, um, resonates with you and come check it out and meet me in person and, uh, let me help you to, uh, you know, make the law of attraction, man, you know, help you to manifest your dreams. I just lost your audio. You're muted or something. Yeah. You're yeah. muted. There you go. Yeah. I forgot. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so when, how, at what level do you become like certified, even though you're still learning all the time? So, um, at what level it basically, there are certification trainings that you can take. Um, so you just, you know, you go through a certification, uh, training and at the end, uh, you become certified and the people actually that go through my law of attraction, um, intensive, you know, I consider them, um, you know, pretty much certified in, in law of attraction. I mean, you're gonna, you're gonna come out with a whole 
new mindset, rewired brain and, uh, and, and a whole new understanding that you did not have before. And then going back to what you said about like surround yourself with like positive people. Yeah. I remember saying, I remember I was in school and then when yeah. I felt overwhelmed, if I kept, mm-hmm. I would have to take a break because I stay in that mindset, then I'm gonna feel overwhelmed. I only see myself and I see no solutions. And then once I like just took a break from it, came back later, then I had like I was clear enough to see more solutions. Wow, you were very insightful uh, as a as a young kid to to know to do that because you know some people would just like surrender to their bad negative surroundings and just let let that get to them and see no other choice. But you saw another choice for yourself, so good for you. Thanks. Uh, any questions you want to have for me? That you want to um, say anything? Um, um, yeah. Well, t- tell me, uh, what, what, uh, what inspires you? Uh, what inspires me, uh, definitely saying just being, well, I say being my best and being the best is a lot of times I want to, like, if I have, like, uh, if I'm doing something, I want to make sure that I put all of it, I can into it. So it kind of yeah. inspires me and I usually just stick it and I usually stick to things that, um, are within my skill set. So like most of the things I do kind of just blend in, blend in with each other. And if you could do anything you want or be anything you want or have anything you want um, that you do not currently have, like what would, what would that be? I think I just, uh, probably do like, um, I say to move out. Uh-huh. Cause then once that, then that could just be the dumb effect to everything else. I can, that'd be like, that's more like the, the first step I need. Then everything else can yeah. just follow, follow through. Yeah. And after you've moved out, what, what will life be like? Can you imagine what, what comes next? Uh, this would be an adjustment because it's going to be the first time on my own. It's like, yeah, really. And then, um, after that is mostly just re and that adjustment restructuring everything because I want to start like the merch and everything and start doing other stuff. Uh-huh. And so it'd be a lot of that be like more planning. And then once all that is set, then I you know see uh what it feels like. Yeah, good. Well, you just had just a tiny little preview <laughs> into what I do in a, in a coaching session with people. Thanks. Yeah. So, well, this has been, um, very lively and fun and you've asked great questions and, uh, I really appreciate being, uh, being on the show. Thank you. And the last question is, what would you name your origin story? Oh yes. I knew that (laughs) was coming and I was, I was hoping to have something a little bit, more um creative by this moment um i would have to say how she let go and manifested everything she ever dreamed of nice (laughs) (laughs) yeah so much of it is is in the letting go part two like that that you know that that definitely gets woven into into that you you have to let do a lot of letting go (laughs) 
Well, thank you for joining the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Anytime. And where can people find you again? People can, people can find me. My main website is Victoria M as in Marie M Gallagher.com Victoria M Gallagher.com. And there you'll get access to it all. That brings another episode of the Let's Get a Bargain so close. Again, you can find more information about Victoria Gallagher by clicking the link in the description below. For next week, I have Bree on the 9th to speak about mental health. Hope you enjoy your day, and I hope to see you there.